Welcome to All's Pimentos Podcast. I'm speaking with Kevin from... Audio Visceral. My name is actually Kevin James, but I'm the funny one. Yes, you are the funny one. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You are the fun one in the band, actually. Oh, I'm the funny... Yeah, I guess the fun one in the band. Yeah. A hundred times... No, I mean mean I'm the funny Kevin James. Oh, you mean the big fat guy? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think he's really that funny anymore, is he? He was never funny. That's fair. Well, I know King of Queens is all right. I'm the funny Kevin James. Yes. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. I get it. Got me eating ticket in Germany once. Really? Yeah, that was that's a long story though. We 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 have we have time, dude. We have time. (laughs) Time and time and time. Okay, so what uh, what project are you uh, doing right now? Uh, well, it's a project. I guess we've been. I actually tried to quantify this today for the first time, and I like I actually uh, only because I knew I was kind of doing this, and it might come up as a question. But I think this might be our ten-year anniversary year for this band. No shit, and, eh? Yeah, and I might be wrong, but I think it is. I can't. Remember. I don't know. I'm a, I think it is ten years. Actually, might even be more than that. I think it's our tenth or eleventh year with Gary. Which is really the, the really only incarnation of the band that makes sense because our previous drummer wasn't Gary. That's fair, yeah. Gary's quite the character. <laughs> oh, Gary rules. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so when did uh, how did the band all start? Like, how did you guys get together? Uh, the band started uh, well way before even me ever living here. So, like back in like nineteen ninety six or so I was living in Toronto with uh, my ex-wife Jen and her brother Steve yeah Toronto we were all going to school together and we kind of did this kind of like fun sit around the apartment uh, cover band kind of stuff we do like folk versions of like Gorilla Biscuit songs and all kinds of fun stuff and we moved out, Jen and I moved out to Calgary for seven years, and then moved back here when her brother Steve and her dad started Bose Brewing here in Bankley Kill. So, like, I'm in, right now I'm in, like, far eastern Ontario, like, an hour east of Ottawa. So that's where we are here, right, just just uh, just off the river, just before the Quebec border. Okay. And, uh, we moved, and I moved back here, and... Myself and a brewer that was a drummer at the time, like I said, 11, maybe 12 years ago. Yeah. And, and Steve, uh, we just decided to start a punk rock, three-piece punk rock band. And it kind of snowballed from there. And I went, snowball's not the right word, because it was kind of like just, it's just been consistent. We've just been doing it, and that's how it started. Nice. It's a great story. I've been Steve for a long time, but, and family slash circumstances and uh yeah and we've been uh playing for a long time now nice no you guys you guys ripped dude uh you guys are really good and um you also played in a, a small part of five knuckle chuckle too i did yep. yes well i mean ultimately i was i was in a band in orangeville um called bender in like 90 to 95 and at the same time well before that before that my first day we played at the ODSS uh, um, what was it called 
uh, talent show in the cafeteria. I was in grade nine, and it was myself, uh, Scott Harbinson on drums, Sean Berger on guitar, and Pete Warren also on guitar, and Neil Connor singing. And we did uh, a Nirvana song and an SNFU song. And that was the first time I ever played live. So that was the, this would have been like I was in grade 10. I went, sorry, Scott was in high school, so I was in grade 10, I guess. So this was like 1989 or 1990. And uh, crazy, stupid, crazy, like pit and stage diving and stuff all broke it needless to say they never allowed bands again in the talent show yeah that's what um that's what scott was saying on the podcast too it was quite the fucking riot he has that on he has that on uh, youtube actually does he really which is really funny it's on it's on you it's there on youtube i can't remember what it, what it was what it was actually called spastic and the dry humps maybe it was just ridiculous but um, i gotta check that out where was that going with that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I oh, fire yeah. up connection. Yeah, so <laughs> so grow so like growing up, I was like a skateboarder, listening to like fast punk rock, and I was in like Bender, this like sort of college slash pop rock pop punk uh, band, and then like Scott Corey um, at the time, Johnny McNabb and Adam Langridge were like all in like doing the well, and before that, uh, Mark Carroll. No, sorry, not Mark Carroll. No, I think you're right. Uh, I've lost, I've lost track of who, who okay. I was talking. But they were like, no offense, originally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as in, like Noah, the name and fence, the thing that would go around your yard. But it was like a take on no effects. Yeah. But um, they, <clears throat> so they were doing, they were doing all of their stuff. Put out a couple of cassettes. And then started the five minute show stuff, and I was just, I kind of always had this kind of like in the back of my mind, kind of going like, that's like really the music I want to play. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> that's, what, that's what I was most into compared to what I was actually playing. And then, like, many years later, we kind of got, when I moved back to Ontario, I kind of got a chance to, actually, I was doing it for it was probably five or six years. We were playing shows, and we played London, Guelph. Uh, Bruce Fest in Orangeville, all kinds of stuff, right down to getting record with uh, Greg Dawson in Kingston and did like the last six songs that just came out last year. And so, like, at least I got to like record, like, write bass lines and record on all those songs. So that was kind of cool and fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, um, that is fucking show in Orangeville fucking kicked ass. And even too, like, you guys are you versatile? You guys fucking kick the show that whole show was fucking good man because like there's a lot in this like a lot of fucking memories there uh, like the Orangeville like, show yeah the orange like the October one there yeah yeah that was fun yeah and then uh, Wheels of the Bus played too fuck that band rips too that was weird I've, I've heard so many things about them and never heard them or knew of them like cause like I've been away from Orangeville like long enough that like I knew that that existed yeah I've never heard <clears throat> I think there's a scene, like a small scene, come back to in Orangeville. Like Wheels on the Bus have been around for, five, I'm gonna say 2005, six. Been around for a while, um, but uh, I think there's like a small punk rock scene um, going right now in uh, Orangeville right now, which is kind of cool. Well, even even just having that, and I have to like. It's funny because like I saw Corey recently say like 
that place and there was posters up that night like that place is having kind of regular shows which is great because that's something none of us had like, no right no now. we didn't know we didn't have anywhere in Orangeville to play you know we put on a long time ago we put on like Sonic Picnic at the fairgrounds the old the old Orangeville racetrack we put on uh, yeah you know all kinds of like house parties and field parties and stuff like that but I do remember going to a show at that place that we yeah, played. Yeah, so I'm vaguely familiar to you in the same way, too. I don't know yeah. who was there, but I, I remember the hall. Yeah, like I think it, that was like during high school. Like there was the odd time that that happened, but very, very rarely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Audioversal, so Sleeping Off Me, explain this EP to me. Um, well, this, is, this guy should kind of like is full circle to talking about uh well the song sleeping off me anyways and the title track off of that is sort of full circle to those days in bender so like in bender um my singer songwriter sean berger who also played in five number trouble for a while was uh he's he's he passed away quite a few years ago shortly yeah. after we did some uh, reunion shows yeah R.I.P. Oh, man yeah. sorry R.I.P. yes exactly yeah. and uh, but during that time him he was living in Squamish B.C. and we were kind of like leading up to these shows and stuff and we started like bantering back and forth I was working midnights brewing beer at Bose and so like the time change worked out great so like as we were kind of like reconnecting we were kind of bantering back and forth ideas of songs and lyrics and stuff like that. And the actual lyrics for sleeping off me were line by line. Literally we would do, I would do a line and then he would send it. This was all like in like Facebook messenger back, like, like however long ago this was. And he'd send back the next line and then I'd send back the next line and then he'd send back the next line. And I had it in my phone for like about six or seven years before I actually put any music to it. And then that that song ended up as like kind of like the title track of that EP, which was you know it was it was just kind of a cool sort of like full circle story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like I mean, aside from that, like I mean, this was just um, the most recent stuff we recorded that we put out. Uh, we recorded it with Jim Bryson from Punch Buggy. Nice. Um, who does a lot of great uh, folk stuff now? He's uh, he did the um, he did the the record the record with Weaker Thans, and um, he does all kinds of like just phenomenal musician, you know, phenomenal person. I've known him for a long time, dating back to those Bender days as well. And uh, we recorded that at his place in Stittsville. And um, that's just the most recent thing we put out, and put it out on Tarantula, Tarantula Tapes and Curse Blessings, um, mostly just out physically on tape. Yeah, through Tarantula at a berry there. And, yeah, uh, it was supposed to come out on like seven inch vinyl, but that never really happened. But uh, you know, aside from that, Curse Blessings put it out uh, digitally and so on, and yeah. Yeah, I know. Shout out to Chris Blessings and uh, Al Nolan, too. And Tarantula Tapes are actually on the podcast. I think on uh, March they're on. Um, and it's kind of cool how uh, how a lot of um, bands right now, upcoming bands and, like, local bands and, like, 
indie bands, they don't rely on uh, um, records anymore. Um, they, they don't or they do? No, they Sorry. don't rely on like uh, vinyl records. Sorry, I just had to make a rib and it's coming back up my mouth. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah, and the McRib <laughs> is delicious. It's the fucking best fucking thing that McDonald's has ever put out, and I don't care what the fuck anyone says about it. So, <laughs> I, I I had two. Um, it, it's definitely one of those things It's like, it's like digitally is, I don't want to even say easier, it's not necessarily easier, but no. it's definitely more accessible and quicker. Um, I, I've gotten, you know, myself in the last, like, three or four years, just totally back into collecting vinyl so like that's just my ridiculous um, not cost efficient habit <laughs> yeah I'm the, I'm the same way too we collect uh, we collect vinyl I've actually I lost one vinyl collection a couple of years ago on a move so I restarted a new one but uh, I started collecting tapes again from like uh, indie bands because I think it's a really cool cool thing to do and it's a nice little physical copy that people can have like you know you can always do cds but you know tapes are a lot cheaper too right well and i never got rid of my tapes so i literally have like three boxes of my tapes from downstairs from the 80s and 90s yeah and and like i have my midlife crisis car that i got from my dad which is like a 90 mustang five liter that has a stock tape deck so fucking right man for, for four months a year whenever I'm like just driving around the countryside just having fun because that's all I can really do with it I can't really do anything else but it's not like a long distance car it's not a daily commuter car I just bring a whole bunch of tapes and pop them in and listen to them while I'm driving <laughs> well that's that's the thing too man is like even like at shows too like I went to I went to a couple of shows in Guelph at uh, the Jimmy Jazz yeah and um before I even started the podcast, which was, I think it was back last August. Um, I don't know, sometime then. Anyways, I just noticed everyone's selling tapes and shit. I'm like, holy fuck, that's really cool. Um, so then, fast forward to this Christmas, Jennifer bought me uh, a record player that has a CD player and a cassette player in the same fucking thing. That is awesome. Fucking rad, what are you talking about? It's fucking, it's a Sunday afternoon in itself. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah man. Like, it's totally cool. I, I purged like I had so I had like I, I, I didn't purge them all because I, I had some classic um, like like we used to we used to, we, we used to get so like between like all of us so like you know we we're talking about like all the same people we know that we're talking about like Gord, Scott, Corey yeah uh, you know Paul Livingston shout out to Paul Livingston he did the fucking logo for the podcast oh are you kidding me yeah 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 uh, Amazing. So I met I met I met Paul in grade nine science class. Yeah, and we ended up sitting next to each other accidentally, and realizing that we both were skateboarding and listening to punk rock music. And like, this is where I was going with tapes. It's like one of my very first tapes. We so we traded tapes, and one of the very first tapes I ever got from Paul was like Dead Kennedys, uh, Fresh Fruit for Rotten Res- Vegetables on one side, and Exploited Nazi Punks Fuck Off on the other side. Fucking but, right, dude. But what we used to do with tapes, and like this was like, you know, same with like Rusty Ezard and like Eric Steele and some of that. We'd do like, we'd do like compilations. We'd do like, we'd all like, we wouldn't buy the same records, but we would make tapes of everybody's. Like, so if I bought, if I bought like, you know, No Control on vinyl, I would make a tape for like five other people. Yeah. 
because that was the only way that we could all have the same record without having to buy it five times. It was yes. Like, it was like it was like it was like file sharing and Spotify. Oh yeah, it's tape trading, right? That's what it was. Oh, yeah. But we but we would do like and you know obviously you just told me Paul did your artwork so like obviously you know like all the artwork on the cassette label and like everything was like all like as if it was like from the record it was awesome. <laughs> no, that's that's the thing too, man. Is like that fucking dude, man. He can. He's a fucking fuck me, man. He's so humble. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like yep. he shouldn't be. I think he should be fucking. Yeah fucking out there you know what i mean yeah yeah and i i saw him in october there for the first time in year well since way before covid but like yeah yeah he hasn't I, changed he rules but yeah but yeah that, that was that was that was that was yeah that's that was cassettes mm-hmm. that's what it so like i've kept some of those but mostly i've just got all my original cassettes <laughs> yeah for sure and that's the thing too is like that's what I was saying to you, uh, like, five minutes ago, or whatever. Um, like, with Tarantula Tapes doing what they're doing, they're giving another way for bands to do a physical copy at the show, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just having some shitty CD or paying for a vinyl, which is going to be fucking $45. Yeah, 100%. Right. And they're, but, I mean, they're also, like, some of the, like, Tarantula Tapes, and this is also, like, an original connection. You probably already know this. Like, the, the compilation this actually day last year that uh, Sean Dawson put out yeah man yeah I just got uh, Sean's on the podcast I think he's on March 3rd nice yeah, yeah. we're gonna go up there to the studio and do it live and then awesome Very yeah. Cool. yeah like you know he put out the compilation on Tarantula he put us on he put Five Knuckle on put like all kinds of stuff on there and it was just like brutal youth yeah 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 no, it's, I think it's a really, really cool thing, too, and I think you guys fucking, like, there's a lot of really good bands, like, in the, in, like, in Ontario right now that are fucking holding down the punk rock scene, like, the band The Slime and fucking, uh, uh fucking, uh, Holdouts, um, you guys, for sure, you're up there, Brutal Youth, and it's Death Cemetery in Toronto, too. It's, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing my Death Cemetery shirt right that now. That fucking band, dude. I saw that band. <laughs> fuck me, man. So here's a short story for you. I've said it on the podcast before, but I don't give a fuck. Um, so it was like the second lockdown, and Jennifer and I were like just starting to date. I guess we were dating for like maybe like six months, maybe. Um, and then she bought me uh, Belvedere tickets to... Um, uh, I forget the place in Hamilton. It's been like two names since fucking five years or two years ago. Yeah. And Dead Cemetery opened up. And I looked at her. I'm like, this band? I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but they should be headlining this fucking show. So that, I mean, they, they, you know what's awesome about that is like, what I would just say, I'm like literally wearing my Dead Cemetery shirt right now. But I, during that same tour, I this is like Van Cleek Hill in between Ottawa and Montreal, a little yeah. town of 1,100 people. It's smaller than Laura. Yeah, man. I put on a show for Belvedere, Dead Cemetery, and Walt Hamburger yeah. at the Windsor Tavern here in town during that time. No way, eh? <laughs> yeah. Fu- yeah, Walt Hamburger was on. Well, Walt Hamburger's on that show, too. Yeah, like I knew Steve, I knew Steve and all the Belvedere guys from like when I was out in Calgary. But like, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's like I, I hadn't met the, the, the Dead 
that cemetery guys till that till then. Yeah, Davy's rad. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah. is Eddie. Oh yeah, they're all fucking good guys. And um, you like Steve was on the podcast. Um, fuck, I think he was in the first fifteen. Um, and I didn't do it like this. Like I did like question answer th- sort of thing, and that was like the first one I did like that. I can fucking hardly listen to it right now. It sounds like dog shit. I love Steve to death. I'm glad he'd do it. He did it. I would love if he would do it again so I can do it like this. Yeah. Because like he was like one of the first like big names I had on. And then we had, from then, we had uh, uh, fucking, what's his face from uh, Good Riddance? Uh, Russ. And then, oh, right. yeah. Yeah. then we had um, Joe from... Uh, um, Oh, God. Jughead's Revenge. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then we got Pulley coming on soon. We just finished one with uh, Sully from Propagandy. And then nice. uh, one of the members from Youth Society. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hardly pronounce his name. I got to talk to him how to say his name. It's fucking Because they're from uh, one of the Eastern countries. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool like that, too. But, um, yeah, man. No, um, you guys doing any more music, like recording, or? Uh, yeah, we just, well, recently, recently slash continuously, we just, we realized, um, well, not realized, Steve kind of took it on himself to start learning a lot about, uh, um, like, recording. So, like, getting programs and mics and all kinds of stuff so we we started that's the drummer right uh no guitar player guitar player yeah 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 yeah. um so even just what was it november december we did uh we did four songs we we basically set up here in my house and kind of like make it into like a little impromptu studio for like two two days mics and computer set up and run a bunch of mic chords and all that stuff and uh yeah so we recorded like four songs in november we're currently working on like three more to record again next month no shit eh like a full length huh uh i don't know if it, i mean i don't know if it'll be a full length but the, the the main goal was literally like last weekend we sent our uh song to uh paul from the rip chords in yeah. montreal for Punk Canada Volume Three. Oh, nice, good work. Yeah, so <clears throat> we made that was that that was the main goal of the first session. Yeah, and everything else is just kind of like we were we were we were ready to do like four songs that day, and we did. So that was just kind of bonus. But yeah, uh, I, yeah, I mean, like we're just constantly writing and recording and. More than anything, we just enjoy playing and having fun. Yeah, you guys do a really good live show, man, too. Like, I'm going to have to say this to you. You guys live are fucking rad. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, there's another band that um, I could compare you guys to. They're in Toronto. The band 16 Scandals. Okay. I know, the, I know the name. I don't know if they're Yeah, you got to check them out. They're really good. Um, yeah. But I saw them play with the Mendoza's. And who the fuck else was there in Guelph? And I was talking to Johnny Mendoza. Um, I'm like, this band, 16 Scandals, dude, is fucking 
amazing. Like you got you got to check them out. They're really good live. They're they the records are really good too. Awesome. Very yeah, cool. man. What have you been listening to lately? Lately, let's see what's coming. It's it's kind of I'm I'm all over the map. So like I said, I've been like uh, I've been like really kind of like short not shoring up, but like just constantly adding to like my vinyl collection. So like yeah, I literally uh, last Sunday went and picked up stuff I got off Marketplace, which was like a six record, um, six record jazz chunk of stuff. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so I got like like like. Uh, Two Louis Armstrongs, um, two Ella Fitzgeralds, two double albums, uh, Billie Holiday, and some Frank Sinatra. Um, mostly just because that that stuff's just so much fun to listen to. And then and then and then I say that as I'm looking up over at my record player where I just like recently listened to the Scorpions. It's <laughs> amazing. I love Scorpions. I love all that shit. I was talking to fucking. <laughs> I was talking to someone today, man, about about guilty pleasures, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my fucking biggest guilty pleasures, and you can rip on me all you want, I don't give a fuck, um, okay. is uh, Creed. Okay. Hold me now, I'm sick. That fucking, dude, when that fucking tune comes on, like, I fucking heard it in some fucking meme. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" I forgot how much I fucking like this fucking song, man. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think the word "guilty pleasures" isn't. Yeah, it's, I, it's not a it's not a sufficient term, right? Because yeah. like, what do you what, if you like something? What are you guilty about? It's fair. Yeah, right. Like, like I, I've said that before. I'm like, oh, my guilty pleasure is like pure pop. And it's like, well, like, why is that a guilty pleasure to like say like, wow, I love, uh, you know. Sloan twice removed. I think they're like, fucking. I think Sloan's amazing. I think they're probably one of my. No, exactly. But you know what I mean. Like, why is why would that be a guilty pleasure to somebody? Like, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Is like it's. Um. I guess yeah. I guess it's not like a guilty pleasure, or whatever. But I don't know. I heard the song on some fucking meme, like coffee meme, that I've been blasting in my fucking earbuds all fucking day. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, listening to new uh, punk rock or hardcore or anything or no? Um, I tend to. I mean, like, I, lo- I love listening to new bands as because, like, that's the one awesome thing about playing now. Like, continuing to play. Like, like I, I told you earlier. Like, I'm I turned fifty last June. Yeah, I turned forty three in January. Yeah, so like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a twenty year old kid with his like finger on the pulse of everything but like i still get to play with bands i've never heard of which is what i got to do 25 30 years ago which is like how i've always just kind of built my record collection which is amazing so like i'm constantly getting to play with you know play with and listen to new bands and consequence consequently just kind of like add things to playlists and then have stuff pop up and like it's just it's I, I love that aspect of it like just being sort of sort of still dialed in to still knowing you know still knowing new bands still knowing you know like maybe not new because they just signed a stomp but like you know friends of mine uh capable from quebec amazing 
hardcore punk rock stuff. What know, are they called again? Uh, well, they, it looks like they're called Capable, but yeah. I think it's called Capable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm honestly not sure exactly how to pronounce it. Um, you know, stuff like that, and then just getting to hear new stuff and. Do I could I name them all off the top of my head? No, not really. But I just I just love being immersed in it. You know, yeah. like the you know, like getting to play in December with the follow ups from New Brunswick that I had never really listened to before. They're fantastic. You know, just stuff like that. Um, I, I just I just love still doing that and still still discovering new stuff while at the same time. Like last week in the mail, I got uh, the uh, Satanic Surfers 10 foot pole 10 inch split from 1999 or whatever it was. Classic. Yeah, but I got, I got, I found a vinyl copy of it and I bought it. So I was like, How much was that? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, wow, I haven't listened to these songs in a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, since I got to sing one of the songs on stage for 31 days. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's fucking cool, man. Like, even like right now too. Like, with like I said, like there's like a big scene in Barrie, and there's a scene in Toronto, and a small yes. scene in Guelph, where I think it's like the indie hardcore punk rock metal scene is coming back, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has um, got rid of their blundstones and remember they like wearing Van sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never, I never stop. I've got, I've never stopped wearing band sneakers. So. Yeah, but you know what I mean, though. Like all yeah, that yeah. hipster shit. Like I don't know. Like don't get me wrong. Like I get half of it. I do. I. But yeah, I mean, like you're, you're talking like, like when you talk about that, like, like you're saying that, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not mentioning like all yeah. of the yeah. friends I've recently, like in Barrie and Newmarket and Guelph. You know, you know, like the, you know, like the Ship of Fools and the, you know, all the people in Barrie and. <laughs> You know, stand against fear and all the people in Guelph and all that stuff. It's just like, yeah, it's really cool how it's all like coming around circle again. And that thing too is like I watch. I was watching City TV. Check this shit out. I was watching uh, City TV, and HMV is coming back as like a pop up shop. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it today. Yeah, in fucking Toys R Us. I was having this conversation with who the fuck was it? It was like two months ago, three months ago, before this even fucking happened. I'm like, yeah. you wait, okay? The fans will be like, what the fuck? I want the physical copies. I'm getting tired of staring at my phone. Yeah. Okay? At this fucking Spotify playlist. Yeah. And it's it's all coming back. And it'll, like, fucking... When I heard that today, I saw that on the ticker. I was like... I looked at Jen. I'm like, you wait. Oh, well, vinyl, vinyl has been outselling any other format. But what I mean is, like, tape CD... Like, whatever yeah. physical um, they can get on, like, physical piece of music they can get, right? Someone's going to fucking buy it, right? Yeah. And I think everyone's just fucking sick of looking at the fucking Spotify screen. Exactly. Well, I mean, I, I think about it, so I, I, I kind of feel like, I kind of, like, maybe not cassette, but I, I kind of feel like Spotify is an extension of CD. There's that, like, that digital format thing, right? It's like, uh, I'm just going to skip ahead to the song I want to hear. It's like if I put a record on, open yeah. a beer, sit down, and just like spend like an, a Friday afternoon after work. Well, that's the thing too, man. It's like you fucking put a tape in the fucking deck. Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay, if you want to fucking fast forward to a song, good luck. Because you'll be there for five minutes or ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. Just listen to the whole fucking thing. And listen to what the artist and what the musician is putting out. Yeah. I think um, Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. Like, thank God there's, like, Bandcamp where there's bands actually get a piece of the pie. Yeah, that's actually tomorrow is the next uh, Bandcamp Friday. Oh, is it? I was going to buy your fucking... uh, I'll wait till I uh, buy your fucking cassettes all tomorrow morning then. Does Tarantula still have cassettes? Or? Yeah, I'm on it right now. They got like fucking ten left, and I, I really like the album. I really like the EP. So I think I, I have one here, and it's, I'm supposed to give it to Jim Bryson. <laughs> he played he played up in Wakefield, and my ex wife and her fiance, like my ex wife, was just like, funny. it's like Steve's Steve's sister, my guitar player. Yeah, 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 and, and so. She was going up there like for his. Uh, I want to say it's a. It was around New Year's. Anyways, he always plays up in Wakefield, like north of Ottawa. And, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna send. My, I'm gonna send a cassette up with with Jen. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yes. I keep telling you we're gonna give you one, and we just haven't given you one in like a year. He's like, okay, cool. And then I totally forgot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know, man. It's. <laughs> I, like for websites like like Bandcamp, it's cool how everything. Um, how they do it, I don't know. I think Spotify and Apple Music has fucking taken the industry to a fucking shithole. Because you guys don't make you guys don't make any money till after what a thousand streams. Oh, I don't even think there, there's no like not even at that point. I don't think there's any like real money. No, well, it's like zero. It's like what zero point zero zero three of a cent, and I think I'm missing a fucking zero to be honest with you. Yeah, it's 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 like, and I mean, I I I, I like I struggle with that because like I think about I think about like um, I think about like well, basically doing this thirty years ago. Yeah. Right, and I was I was doing it thirty years ago. We were crossing the country like three times. You know, three times in a year, we were like putting out CDs and trying to sell them, having physical mailing lists, and yeah. you know, like, like literally, like I've still got like a like a box full of like mailing lists and zines and like the stuff we had to do to try to get any kind of traction with anybody was yeah. crazy. Was crazy, and like, I mean, like at the time, and like. I, it's not even like a tooting my own horn thing, but like that stuff that we were doing then in that band should have been good enough to at least kind of make a living. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, had that been now, wouldn't it have been the same? I don't know if it would have been, it might, it might have, it would have been better probably. We would have had a, like, we might not have been making money off Spotify, but it would like, it would be in like it's now like I can still like that those same songs more people are listening to them now than they were thirty years ago. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because you got Bender on there too, don't you? It's also all available on Spotify. It's like I know it's I know it's being bought. Like I'm, I have royalty statements from our fucking record label, and like I know that like there's more hits on Spotify than we ever sold CDs. A hundred ten percent, man. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. No, it's uh, it's weird. But that's the thing too. It's like I think it's all gonna come back. And for them opening up HMVs, in again, you'll fucking see it, man. I guarantee you, because kids want to know more about the band, right? Like you can only go to a Wikipedia site, but you're not gonna see the fucking art. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and there's nothing better than that. Nothing better than going to A and A Records in Orangeville and buying a CD or a cassette. Oh, my first ever record at A and A Records. What was it? Cult Electric. I love the cult. Oh yeah, huge fan. Yeah, I love yeah, the cult, my, man. My, my step uncle was in town from from out west. Uh, it was like a Christmas present or birthday present or something like that. I can't remember. And and yeah, it was and I. I, I wish I had it still. I'm still, I'm going to actually look for it and buy it soon. I need it. Yeah, I, Cult Electric's a fucking good album, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Throw it anyone says. Everyone fucking talks shit about the Cult. They can fucking suck a dick. I don't, who does? Oh, uh, I, I can probably count 10 people on my fucking hand right now, so. You probably know all 10 people, too, so. She's a sanctuary. used to be like the like the mosh pit song with should I stay or should I go at our school dances yeah man <laughs> that's what I'm saying like I don't know like fucking what the fuck do I have tickets for the, yeah fuck like I want to buy tickets for the Black Crows um yeah I don't know I don't know if I want to spend that money but yeah that's the other thing it's like spending money nowadays like on Concerts is insane. Oh, buddy. So here it is it's too. Insane. Like I, I so talk about guilty pleasures. Right. I wanted to go see. I wanted to see, go see Core Blend Band in Ottawa. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking like that's like I I love that band and I love Core Blend. It's country. I don't care. <laughs> I want yeah. to see. I'm like. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going, oh, cool, he's coming in uh, April or whatever it is, Ottawa. I'm like, I went and clicked on the, on the, on the link, and I'm like, why did tickets start at 85 bucks? I don't yeah, fuck that noise, like, man. I'm done I'm like, with it. Like, I, don't see him, I, saw, I saw him for free at the Ship and Anchor in Calgary like 25 years ago, and yeah. that's how I'm going to remember seeing Core Blood. <laughs> well, that's it too, man. It's like, we got... Um, we got, uh, we went saw fucking Blink-182 last summer. I'm not going to lie to you. The, like, what's that? That must have been expensive. It was, whatever. Like, Jennifer's never seen Blink-182, so, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, if, I'm, I'm assuming it would have been different if she would have seen them. Mm. Um, but she's never seen them, so we, she said, hey, I'm going to get tickets, let's go. Um, but uh, Turnstile was was supposed to open, yeah. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but uh, they weren't there. They probably decided I don't want to be part of the Blink One. Well, yeah, whatever, yeah. Because <laughs> we get down on the fucking Sky Dome, yeah. and I was talking to some dude out front, or Jennifer was, and she's like, uh, "Apparently, Turnstile is not here." I'm like, well, "Why are we here right now?" <laughs> <laughs> But she enjoyed the show too. But I totally get what you're saying. Like, um, like we got tickets for Green Day and Rancid and uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Which is an odd lineup. Uh, the only reason I think that lineup actually exists is because of how musicians are getting paid now. Yeah. Um, that should be all right. But we got tickets. Uh, a fucking really cool show. We got tickets to see Rusty Tornade. 
Oh, you're going to see Rusty? Yeah, in Waterloo. Waterloo, yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow night. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on Ken's, uh, sorry, on Ken's Facebook, sorry, the singer Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know those guys from back in, like, 90s. <laughs> oh, fuck, so do I. I used to cook with Ken back in the day when you fucking fold the fucking band in. Nice. Yeah, no, they they were, I mean, like, they were good at what they did. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be sold out. It's at, um, uh, fucking Waterloo, uh, Maxwell's. Maxwell's, nice. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be sold out. It should be all right. I'm not going to lie to you. There might be, like, 100 people there. Mm. But it still should be all right, though. Oh, it'll, it'll still be, I'm sure. I, like, I want to see Groovy Dead again. I haven't seen Groovy Dead since 95. They're open. They're opening? No, the song Groovy Dead by um, Rusty. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine the Groovy Dead was opening? Yeah. It'd be hilarious. Uh, do you have any shows lined up that uh, you guys are when playing? You Go when ahead. You said that, when you said that, I was thinking Groovy Religion. Sorry. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys uh, have any shows uh, coming up in uh, in the summer? Uh, we're, well, we're playing next Saturday in Ottawa. Uh, House of Targ. They haven't played House of Targ since I don't know if you've been up in Ottawa area, but like House of Targ is like one of the most amazing venues in the like Eastern Canada, probably, which is like this amazing uh, arcade pierogies, punk rock, and pinball venue. It's so awesome! Sweet. So uh, someone should have fucking a roll of paper towel at the entrance, son. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Or sorry, toilet paper. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, like aside, aside from that, we got like a bunch of a bunch of stuff sort of in mid planning. So like it's tough because like everything has to be booked like ten months in advance nowadays. But uh, yeah. we're, we're we're back we're back at Dale's in August. Oh fuck! Eh? Yeah, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't announced that yet. Eh? <laughs> no, he has not announced that yet. So. No, no, fuck! That's amazing. Good work. I don't care. <laughs> I, I know what it is. I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> if he listens to, he's probably going to fucking. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I love Dale. He's great. But uh, yeah, he hasn't announced it yet. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So but that's happening. Yeah, in- yeah. Summer. We were going to go, but we're getting married that weekend. We're getting married at uh, Riverfest. That's that weekend. Yeah. August tenth. <laughs> yeah, man. August 10th. I mean, it's asking what, what day you're getting married. Oh, it's a Saturday. The Creep, we're, uh, the creep Show is uh, playing us uh, off. That, that, that's really a thing that's happening? Yeah, it's happening. I, I was talking to um, uh, my buddy Spencer and John, who does Riverfest. They organize it. So I proposed to Jennifer at the uh, brewery. Yeah. So, like, John rolled by. Do you know John Rolson? You probably do. Um, pretty sure you do. Um, and so like he runs Riverfest, whatever. Da, 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 da. Okay. And then uh, he's walking by. He's he's a buddy of mine. He's like, "Why don't you guys get married at Riverfest? We've already had a Riverfest baby. We've never had a marriage at Riverfest. Let's do it." And as soon as he said that, Jennifer's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." She was all for it. I'm like, "Awesome, let's go." And then uh, Spencer and John asked. Um, Jennifer, what one of one of her favorite bands is? She's like, fuck, I love the Creep Show, 
And so what they've done is they've got the creep show to play on the bill for Riverfest. Yeah. And they're going to play us. We're going to get married, and then they're going to come on. Nice. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty rad, actually. Wow. Um, That's very cool. Yeah, man. But um, I would like to get you guys in Alora, though. Oh, I, I, I would enjoy playing in Alora since I live there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I mean. Get you guys playing at the fucking brewery, man. Speaking of, speaking of the creep show, I had Chuck Cole sleeping on my couch here in August. <laughs> yeah, I love Chuck. He's great. He's Hi, awesome. He was, uh, he was supposed to do the podcast uh, last week. No, I think it's been like a month. We keep talking back and forth. Um, and then he walked into the restaurant where I was working because he played with um, uh, Chris Cresswell of the uh, Flatliners at the yeah. brewing company. Okay. On Saturday, and so okay. he walked in. I was wearing my fucking podcast hoodie. He's like, "Sean," I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Fuck, I'm looking for some liquor because there's no fucking liquor out there." I'm like, "I know because it's a brewery." <laughs> what do you mean you're wait what what restaurant? Uh the Avalon, just on the corner across from Legion. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Nice. The Purple Building, if you will. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's a good time. I've been cooking for like 27 years. I gotta get out. Nice. Yeah, man, it's all right. Whatever. Everyone needs to eat, right? But I don't really, want to, I don't really want to cook their food anymore. So, yeah, you know, it's time to move. I've been doing it for like 27 years, man. Like I'm 42. I'm sick of working at 10 o'clock at night. So like yeah. coming home at fucking you know 10 30, 11, having six beers and going to bed and getting up and working another fucking 13 hour day, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. That's what it is. All right, Kev. Uh, do you know any of the socials? Because I know you're not on any social Instagram, are you? No. Um, well, bandwise, I know we're on Instagram. Oh, okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, bandwise, we're on Instagram. Well, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know about the other ones because I don't know what all they are. I don't have Gary. Gary runs all of them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Gary who I was talking to on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, uh, Kevin doesn't have a, have the IG. Yeah, I mean. You can only know. do so much, man. I just got back onto Facebook fucking two weeks ago. Nice. I was off of Facebook for eight years. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I understand the people being off of it and, like, you know, not doing it and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, I only do Instagram, I only do TikTok. So I'm like, well... I don't know. I don't mind kind of like the just the connection with. I mostly just do it for friends and family and yeah. Fans, but, I'm the same way too. Like the only reason I did it is like Jennifer's on it and yeah. A lot of her aunts and her family are on Facebook that they don't do the uh, Instagram. So yeah. I just did it for that reason because you know she's a pretty cool chick and I love her. So, um, yeah. but yeah, we do a TikTok page for the web, for the uh, podcast, which is good. Okay. We got a lot of hits on that. So uh, new album, new album soon, new EP soon. Yes, I hope so. Sweet, I hope so too. Let's say, let's say hope so. Let's say it's in production. I like I hope so way better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also in production. Let's let's I hope so. 
I like I that. that. <laughs> you know what, man? Everyone should answer fucking every question like that. Hey, you know what? Would you would you like the check? I hope so. Well, it's true though. Don't we would you just... would you Don't like dessert? I hope so. Great. You know what? That Kevin, I think you have solved the world's problems with that one line saying, "I hope so." It's well. It's should we can... solve world hunger? I hope so. I hope so. Who wouldn't want to? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, on that on that note, I'm gonna. We've been talking for 48 minutes and 27 seconds. Um, hopefully, we'll. Uh, I hope you guys do the new album, and we can do a podcast with all you guys here in the house um, about the new record. Absolutely. Okay, buddy. Thanks for doing. This. Stay on the line, huh? But thank you very much. All right, man.